0: Coming up on today's episode, Sauna's Class Action Park, Beer for Dogs, and Patrick's Secret Topic. All that and more on For or Against. Just old friends on the podcast, we build a defense on ridiculous
1: topics. Are you for or against? Discussing random issues, man, This show is immense. So tune in and choose a side that you sit on the fence, man. We debate a lot of issues, boy. Where do we start? Adults who drink milk and self-driving cars. You listening now? To for or against? So turn the
0: volume up. This is for or against. Hello and welcome to For or Against, a podcast for new friends produced by old friends. I'm your host Mike McFadden. Joining me today are Robbie Silver, Mike Wyden, and Patrick Lothian. Hello, friends.
2: Oh, Hello, friends. We're back at it again. <laughs>
0: there we go. Good unison. Hey, I really, uh, you really brought it this evening. Good job, guys. <laughs> um, it's been a week since we last recorded. So uh, we're going to go around real quick and find out what's new in each of our lives, starting with Robbie Silver. Take it away, Robbie. I
2: had, my, I had myself a birthday this week.
1: Happy birthday. You,
2: Thank you. And you, McFadden, remembered my birthday, unlike how you didn't remember. Wine his birthday a few weeks ago, so I appreciate that.
0: I remembered that he had a birthday. Yeah, <laughs> almost In the every general
2: year. vicinity of August. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I knew it was in the 20s and on the early side. That's better than, than me, so for myself. so <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Mike would have
1: forgotten if it wasn't
2: for you, Robbie. <laughs> <buddy. laughs> for sure. Well, anyways, I'm a year older, but I, I feel good about it. I, I'm firmly in my mid-30s, and you know what? That's okay. Happy birthday to me.
0: You're right. It is just okay. Welcome. (laughs) It is decidedly fine. (laughs) Um, I've got a a really interesting update, at least it was for me, Um, for our listeners who are not following us on Instagram. We are on Instagram, at for against pod. And uh, we post a couple times a week, almost almost daily, just with... uh, Sort of uh, teasers about what the previous show was about. Um, we engage with the audience a little bit there, and our uh, second to most recent, or, or maybe no, third to most recent post at the time of recording, um, had ten likes, and one of the likes was David Blaine's verified account with a million <laughs> followers. Woo! We David Ow. Blaine and I are friends. <laughs> I'm gonna call in that favor. Like <laughs> I DM'd him and said, "Thanks for the like. Honored to be honored to see you in our feed." And uh, I have not yet seen him. I yeah, think I he's I doing think. one of his endurance <laughs> challenges where he doesn't respond. So, uh, <laughs> so to to David Blaine's once. to David Blaine's assistant's assistant, thank you very much for following or liking our post. And uh, we're, we're going to chase that follow next. So that, that's my. Point. <laughs> Ah uh, how about you? Uh, my update is 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 far less exciting
1: and, and less of a brush with fame. Uh, but in episode three, it it's mentioned in our uh, theme song uh, where we talk about milk and milk drinking and alternative milks. Uh, and I had not gotten to the oat milk train until recently. My wife picked up an oat milk latte. Have you guys tried this? this you can milk an oat, and it is delightful. It's like this a is very exciting umami tone. If you can find it in Tennessee somehow, uh, yeah. So I went out and bought some, and I've been using it all all over the place. Would,
2: have you been drinking it straight, or do you just mix it in with your lattes?
1: I'm I'm against oh, milk drinking straight <laughs> as an adult. We'll use that for a topic <laughs> as another time. But no, I've been using it just specifically for for coffee, and it's is it uh, similar to
3: all the other milks that it doesn't taste like milk, but it still is good at it. Like Tastes sir.
1: like its own thing and and is good. It looks like milk. Uh, it's also like not any healthier. It's like same calorically dense. But I mean, I'm only putting them a little bit in my milk, so
2: we, uh, that's not know, the I...
1: thing that's having me uh, gain weight.
2: <laughs> my my daughter has a mild dairy allergy, so we've been toying around with other milks recently and. I think we've tried oat milk. I can't remember. We've definitely tried almond milk, hemp milk, coconut milk. Uh, we're just trying all the milk. So how many if we milk, tried oat How many times yet, can
1: you say milk in one sentence?
2: Too many times. There are so many milks. Have Pumpkin tried, seed milk.
3: Have you tried human milk?
2: Yes. Uh, when she was about six or. Can seven You call months it old.
0: human milk, Pat? It sounds way worse because it's a real thing. But like, I was going to be, be like, Ah, oh, what if they did that? It Do me a favor, Pat. Don't ever say human milk again. (laughs) That would be be great if you could never do that. Um, Patrick, what's going on in your life?
3: My headphones fell off. Was I supposed to say something? (laughs) Yeah,
0: I I said at the exact moment that your headphones slipped off your ear. Patrick, what's going on in your life?
3: Um, So if you mix oat milk with milk, is it still technically straight up milk? Or can I drink that? I think that's human milk. milk. (laughs) (laughs) milk so i uh saw the social dilemma on netflix yeah i would suggest it the uh world seems to be freaking out about this particular documentary um and it's all about how much our culture has changed because of social networks and technology in general um like when it comes to smartphones and buttons that you press on the phones and the like buttons and whatnot. Uh, it's really interesting. It's scary. It's really freaky when it comes to kids, like the kid's suicide rate is going way up and like depression rate is going way up and like drastically, like 50 like they to showed a, they 120 showed a, percentages, depending they sh- on.
2: They, the yeah, they showed a graph how it's correlated, like that increase in suicide and depression rates basically start when social media came to mobile devices, like the, then the line just starts, Hockey sticking up,
3: yeah, and all of the people. So, it, what was really interesting is, is a ton of people. So fun, yeah. <laughs> There's a ton of people that were uh, uh, interviewed that were sure. from the industry. Most of them have stepped away from it, and all of them were like, "Oh, we don't let our kids anywhere near this stuff. Like, this stuff is terrible." And except all,
1: for at for against pod, that is totally fine.
0: <laughs> across
3: all platforms.
2: <laughs> TikTok, YouTube, David That's Blaine
3: guy, loves it. <laughs> so you but guys I agree Pat. That. I, maybe we'll talk I, about it
2: so yeah i actually i just not to put too much into this but i watched this and there's obviously a lot of good that does come from social media but there is definitely a lot of bad and uh, besides like the influence on kids it's also the influence on adults too about how you know we're not the, there are algorithms that program these social media platforms that basically try to predict what is going to keep you there longer and so therefore that your news feed is tailored towards you, even if you don't intend for it to be. So two people with slightly different views don't really get the same news delivered to them, and they get the news that they want to see. And that's part of what actually is, is leading to these divisions in our country and our world. Um, but it, it, there's a whole host of things, but it definitely feels like this documentary is required watching for America.
3: Yeah. And we've talked about um, conspiracy theories and they showed like how popular conspiracy theories and like flat earth and stuff has gotten because people fall into these rabbit holes that are like created like through these social networks. It just makes echo chambers. Yes. Right? And it's just yeah. like, Oh, well, if they like this, then they're like this. And people who like this, they fall down this hole and they watch all these things. So it's, it's, it's no good.
0: <laughs> now it's time to play for it. <laughs> One of us will present the topic. We will analyze that topic. Then we will decide if we are for or against that topic. And this evening, we're going to be starting with Mr. Silver. Robbie, please take it away.
2: Yeah. So this past week, Lex and I, we, we decided that we want to take an actual little vacation, which we haven't done since before the pandemic. And we think we're going to go, well, we, we know we are going to rent an Airbnb in Vermont and see some fall foliage next month. It should be lovely. But as I was looking at these Airbnb listings, I came across one that said, this house has a sauna built into it for all your sauna needs. And I was like, huh, that sounds cool. We could rent a house with a sauna in it. But then I thought, wait a minute, do I really want a sauna? Like, am I gonna, do I care about that? Am I gonna use that? So saunas, are we for or against saunas? Simple topic. Um, I'm gonna start with you McFadden. <laughs> uh i'm not sure what what you want to say but i know you've got some sort of opinions on this
0: so yeah i i am pro sauna i am very much for them i uh go in them every chance i i get which is not often because i don't own a sauna um i've got uh not not a huge extensive experience with saunas but um, I really find them to, to be quite enjoyable. Um, I, I feel better when I leave a sauna. I look forward uh, to going into a sauna. I used to belong to a gym that had one. And so like one of the reasons that I was motivated to go work out was because I knew that I would have like a good five minute you know sauna at the end to look forward to. Um, I like uh, luxury hotels that have them. I, I don't frequent them often, but when I when I have in the past, I've definitely taken advantage of the locker room that has the built-in sauna, steam room, and hot tub. My older brother, William, introduced me uh, to that whole genre that of, trifecta of, 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 of luxury, <laughs> yes. And um, I've got nothing but great things to, to say about them. Um, I have even, um, at scout camp, um, participated in a sweat lodge um, ritual, which involves like heating up rocks in a fire. And then you put them in like a tin bucket in the middle of like a dome canvas covered like tent. It arrested and, development. I thought that yeah, they made that up. Yeah. No, it's a real thing. It, I, I believe. Um, You know, our our nation's um, uh, native population did it in some sort of, you know, ritualistic, you know, cleansing ceremony of some sort. Um, And that's sort of where its origins come from. But there are health benefits. And it's just, it's really great. I think I've even done it with Patrick when we were like 11 at scout camp. And um, I've got nothing but good things to say. I've got nothing bad to say about him. I am for saunas. Next person.
2: Wonderful. Okay, Mike Winand, how about you?
1: Uh, yeah, I too am for saunas. Um, I think uh, there are cultures around the world where people um, you know, sweat to get out toxins. I think that's probably bullshit, but it does feel <laughs> nice. Um, the, I think the fear and, and why people may be against it is the uh, chance for uh, potential stranger nudity, which I too am not a fan <laughs> of. Um, oh, I no have problem with that f- no <laughs> problem McFadden.
2: so McFadden, when you do use a sauna are you do you go with some sort of covering or you just let it all, all out
0: natural all um, It depends on the the, the set and setting um, so if I am a school teacher in the community that I live <laughs> if i 'm saunaing in my community no i 'm wearing a towel or a swimsuit or or some sort of covering. Because I don't need that yeah. especially we just talked about the social dilemma that would be a big social dilemma. That would be a professional dilemma if that ever got out but if I'm on vacation and uh it and others are like when you were little and you went to the YMCA and everybody was naked in the locker room you know I thought it was weird then but now I just sort of embraced it you know I'm in my 30s I, I've got a spouse who loves me and... Uh, that stuff I'm down there working.
1: is not going to change. We all know you manscape it pretty dang well. So
0: that's <laughs> not to be a of. Uh, maybe I got
1: what I have, pride. it ain't
0: changing. And that's, that's where, <laughs> that, that, that's uh, what yeah. it is. I mean,
1: in my, uh, in my earlier years, you know, 31, uh, I uh, <laughs> my very, very good friend, Elliot Luke, who... Um, uh, just got married. Congratulations, Elliot. Um, Congratulations, And Elliot. Um, he and I used to joke around about going to the King Spa in Niles, Illinois, which is a 24-hour uh, spa that caters to the Korean community in Niles, uh, because it is nude required um, in a large portion of it. Um, really? You have to be naked. Not the whole thing. There's a co-ed part, but in the male part, you have to be naked, and in females in the female part, you have to be naked um and we joke why joke, joke.
2: would they force that <laughs> well
1: because you know then it completely i think what mike said completely gets the uh the weird factor out because you got to do it um, if
0: you're if you're familiar with why <laughs> yeah. in like the military you wear uniforms it's so that like your dress doesn't set you apart from everybody else it, it's based on the merit earned which is why you have insignia and rank and and things like that so yeah. everybody's on the same playing field same enter the so we very Spy, weird. But, but when you're completely naked,
2: when you're completely naked, are you really on the same playing field? I mean, some people are playing a little be, bit differently I than think others. Well, Niles listen,
0: so, so, vibe <laughs> <Spy>, but yes. <laughs> Elliot
1: and I joked and joked and joked about it for years. And then one day he's just like, if we're going to do this, let's just do it. And then we did. And Whoa. it was fine. Uh, I will say though, um, you know, one of the positives that people talk about is like cleansing cleaning out your, Your nervous system and they have this kind of series of baths there where it's like a cold bath and a hot bath and a salt bath and you go into go into them Um, and i can tell you that it definitely broke my nervous system like completely shocked did not know what to make of it i made the mistake of having a couple of shoju shots at the same time and i don't need to try acid because i've done this uh it sent me to the ethereal plane uh and i was uh naked uh part of it so with your I, best buddy
0: elliot yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: so i was uh he was it, we were not drunk while naked but uh do you feel there.
2: closer to elliot now that you guys share this experience together uh
1: no it was fine it was, uh, you know, you get over the moment and it was fine. I think, Rob, you and me and, and Mike and, and Patrick, if he's... And well, not we're Patrick. Gonna to, <laughs> we're going to have to take a visit there, but we're going to have to... kick go to King's spot because I think that's in the radius of potential problem for Mike McFadden and his school. <laughs> so we'll have to find another place to
3: go.
2: <laughs> oh, very good. All right, Patrick, on to you, saunas.
3: Um, so I was open to the idea until I was probably around eleven at Boy Scout camp. We did this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the Mike was naked and time. nobody
1: else was. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, there was this kid, he was just like super into it, like way too into it. So that kind of turned me. Um Yeah, I don't I I they do nothing for me um so generally i'm against i don't like hot like i don't like the heat so it's a negative for me um on a side note do did any of your fathers go to glenbrook south did, uh, My My no, dad went to glenbrook north my mom did okay have you heard that back in the day yep
0: uh, this is a very place, common yep. thing Yep. okay
3: well because well, i've asked it. people okay we're so, on a
2: podcast the listeners don't know what you're talking about <laughs> well so we
0: to don't be fair to. even if we weren't in a podcast if this we was in person they still would not know about. what
1: we're talking about He's, he hasn't actually said any
3: words other than like jaren's yeah. or, or, or pronouns we're like yep definitely yeah. so back in the day and you can use this on instagram find a classy young gentleman picture for this um <laughs> the boys when they did swimming in gym class did it naked
2: yeah like they were swimming in the pool naked all of them
3: yes yeah Yeah. and I asked around and anyone out of Illinois including like the older people like my father-in-law was like what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) I like I just don't understand how this was ever okay I would be so wildly uncomfortable I couldn't do it I just I don't like that I'm not a fan. And
2: the school was founded in what, like the 1960s, right? So this yeah. wasn't that. No, long it wasn't. Right? My okay. father I don't think they partook in <laughs> no. this. Did they do it in South?
3: <laughs> well, they
1: did it in South and North. Or yeah. no, maybe. Uh, there's an episode of a podcast I, like, I can plug called Curious City. It's about Chicago. Um, I have yeah. that up right now. Episode specifically about why this happened in Illinois and no other place. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll have uh, one of our parents on to talk about
2: yeah. it. Wait, so this was like a statewide protocol? For swimming.
3: Yeah. It's so wow. weird. Well, it's
0: sort of like when we were kids and our physical education teachers who have got a lot of respect for it in a lot of ways, but they're not spinal experts. Why were our <laughs> yeah. gym teachers giving us scoliosis tests when we were in, in middle school? Yes, they did. That's,
3: weird. That's an interesting point. But were you naked when they did that? Because if not
0: naked. <laughs> you your shirt off. <laughs> that it was, was weird. That's weird. okay. <laughs> you know what I did yeah. like though are
3: the lice checks.
0: Yes, that those I, felt nice. Pat, I can do yours over soon. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah,
3: just spot check it. Yeah. Nope,
0: no lies,
2: Pat. You're good. <laughs> You're, <laughs> You're good. good man. All right, so Pat, to finish up, are you? It sounds like you against, are no, against uh, saunas. So, Robbie, I
0: mean, have we swayed you in any direction? I mean, you seemed like you were on the fence coming into this. I,
2: I actually, I was on the fence, and and I was starting to be swayed by the mics, and then Pat brought me back to where I was going to begin, which is that they don't really like. I don't. I'm not violently against saunas, but they don't. <laughs> bringing that term back but they don't really do much for me i think if i was going to go into a sauna i would maybe enjoy it for about 30 seconds and then it would just be like okay i'm way too hot now get me out of here
0: No, Rob, I do have a question because you you like to travel and you like experiences. It's like, what if you were in like a Nordic country where this was like deeply embedded in the culture and you were going to do it like almost ceremonially with somebody who was like a veteran sauna goer and like part of it was going to be, you're going to run outside and jump in the snow and do that thing and then come back inside. Would that be any different?
2: Yes, it would be different. I, I would embrace the... Whatever the culture is that I'm a part of, I would, I would totally do that. But it's funny that you bring up traveling to a Nordic country. It sounds like you already knew this. I didn't know this, that saunas are kind of originated in the Nordic area and in Finland in particular, I think. And one interesting stat that I found is because saunas are so ingrained in Finnish culture. For every 10 people in the country, there are four saunas. Wow. <laughs> and, that, and that is a real stat.
1: Nobody wants to see each other naked there, I guess. They all have their own saunas.
2: <laughs> but but just the, so I was, and it's funny you mentioned that too. I was reading other facts about Finnish saunas. And the custom is traditionally for Finnish folks to be naked in the saunas, but they are welcoming right. and open. And if you want, <laughs> but if you want to wear something to cover yourself up, they respect that. They'll probably point you out as being not Finnish, but they embrace you and, and they're open to that too. So uh, maybe we'll take a trip to Finland together. I'm down
0: yeah. for it. Japan so has anyways, a rich,
1: rich culture of onsens where it's the same <laughs> deal. You got to be naked. Unless you have tattoos, you got to cover those up.
0: When we do our European tour with uh, four against, we can stop in <laughs> Finland. And have a, I a, would just, a just a to cap time. it off, I, I'm i I'm
2: for some of the other things you mentioned, like definitely for hot tubs, so, uh, steam rooms, like maybe like another, like a 30-second kind of thing, but overall – Besides being in the Nordic area, um, I'm
1: way sauna is way better than a hot tub. Hot tub can get you so many illnesses, dude.
0: Especially a hot tub. I think think we've, I think we've closely, (laughs) uh, I think we've pretty much exhausted this topic at this (laughs) point. So um, two two fours two against uh, Mike and Mike and I will. I guess it's split.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So we're not gonna do that anymore.
0: Okay, so now it's my turn. Um, it's My topic today is going to be um, a, a, a documentary that I haven't seen, and I guess I should have <laughs> clarified to my uh, my fellow floor Againsters here that you did not have to watch the full documentary. Um, but what some I'm talking of us about, did. Some did. of you did. Yeah. Half of us did. Um, the documentary Class Action Park, which is about a water park slash amusement park slash like weird experiment that took place. I think in, it was either like the late seventies or early eighties. It was um, to
2: open through the late seventies through the mid nineties. Yeah.
0: Okay. And I think it was in like a part of New Jersey where basically like there was no rules and like take a group of like fifth and sixth graders and put them together and give them some crayons and some paper and say, Hey, draw a water park. And then they built it <laughs> <laughs> that, that's exactly. essentially what this place was. And um, I wanted to take this from a very specific for or against, but I'd like you to also elaborate um, off of this in, in whatever way, especially those of you that spent an hour and a half <laughs> watching the full documentary, ha- have your say. There was one slide in particular that had a loop-de-loop like you would find in a roller coaster, which again, on your paper with your crayon drawing looks awesome. But <laughs> apparently, at least in the preview to the documentary, cause I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, you couldn't get enough speed to complete the full loop-de-loop so when you made it to the top of the loop most people would fall and then face plant into the bottom side of the tube and it's happened so frequently that people would like lose teeth and then teeth got embedded into the plastic of the slide and so people would like rip open their back on other people's teeth. Would you- <laughs> If you were there in the late 70s to early 90s, would you attempt, would you be for attempting the loop-de-loop water slide? Because somebody must have, like more people must have successfully made it through the loop-de-loop than not, or else like they would have never had it open, but it must have been open long enough that people had enough confidence to try it. But some people... I don't know if they're too, like, uh, they're not slippery enough or, or, or what, they have a high coefficient of friction. Um, maybe people with fat flaps, if we want to reference a, a previous episode. Um, some people didn't make the full loop. Would you attempt the loop-de-loop water slide at, uh, at Action Park in between the late 1970s to early 90s? And I'd like to start with uh, Patrick Lothian.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't have done that in a little bit. I am a pretty big wuss when it comes to this kind of thing. Even at water parks these days, like the ones where you have to lay down on your back and then like slowly go over an edge that looks like it goes like straight down and it's like really long and then uh, like curves back out. I've been to the top of two of those and just been like, nope, I'm out. (laughs) Because I feel like I would start to slide and then I would just fall forward for like 40 feet. So yeah, I would not have attempted this. Um, Pat,
0: it's funny that you said that because we recently got uh, Jack, my son, uh, a little tyke's plastic slide. Nice. And he's done it successfully a couple times, but a few times he puts his feet down, which (laughs) stops him. So he just front flips. (laughs) So fortunately, I've been able to catch him every time, but uh, I could definitely envision you doing that on a 70-foot water slide. (laughs) I would not have attempted this,
3: and I probably would have already been hurt on one of the other activities at the park, (laughs) so I would not have pushed. (laughs)
2: Okay,
0: thank you. Uh, Let's go to Robbie.
3: Yeah.
2: So when you mentioned that kids basically drew designs and they brought them to life, that's mostly true. Except all these rides were the crazy brainchild of the guy who opened the park, named Eugene Mulvihill, and this was like this crazy rich fine New York finance dude who just wanted to open an extreme water park. And so he's the one who literally on a napkin drew a loopy loop and handed it to someone said, build this for me. And the, so I feel like going to answer your question now, when you go to a water park, you just have this assumption that these rides were designed by smart people, by engineers, engineers, <laughs> engineers who planned out the right height of the loop, the width of the, hoop, of the loop. How much water is going to take you down to successfully push you all the way around? You just assume that this was already thought through and and it's built that way. That was not the case with this (laughs) loop-to-loop slide. So this guy drew it, they built it. And then after they built it, not engineers building it, just some dudes built it. Then he started asking teenagers to go down and test it for him to see if it would work. (laughs) And the way he got these teenagers to do it was he said, if you make it down to the bottom of the slide, I have a $100 bill for you that I will give to you. And he would essentially dangle it and the kids that ended up making it through, he gave them a $100 just so they could prove that it worked. But some of them proved that it didn't work. And they had to (laughs) make some (laughs) tweaks. And they came out with bloodied faces, bloodied arms and backs and twisted necks. And this guy didn't care. It's insane. (laughs) So even if this was, even if I was going to this park under the assumption that it was built correctly, like Pat, I still wouldn't do this. I'm a big wuss. Uh, I'm frightened by these things. I, I like the idea of it. I was that, I was that weenie kid who wanted to, I, I, I wanted to have more courage than I really did. And so I would come up and get all excited and maybe I'd even get in line for this slide. And then halfway through, I would say, oh, I gotta go do something for my mom. I'll be right back. And then I would go out of the line and never come back.
0: <laughs> Robbie, so, so you watched the whole documentary, right? Yes, and it is mind blowing. Oh my gosh! So, did they keep that slide open? Like, did enough kids? That's not the
1: slide people died on.
0: (laughs) And (laughs) just
1: to say, there are other rides that people did. All right, so Michael. And by the way, to to, to
2: put one cap in what Wyand just said, there there wasn't one other (laughs) ride that people died on. There
1: were. There weren't.
2: There were five different rides that people died on. Six different people died on five different rides over the course of, like, seven years. And they just let that happen.
0: Yeah, I think... So in, I watched the extended trailer, so not the full documentary, but there was one comment who was, like, a, I think from a comedian who grew up in the area, and he's like, no second person person should ever die in a wave pool. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, they did at Action Park. Mike, would you attempt the Loop de loo uh, water slide at Action Park? So they have, like,
1: some... Uh, archive footage of people going in it, and the thing that's scary about this is there's no windows or anything, and be- it's like pitch black dark in there, and it is the whole way through. So, it, <laughs> you do make that drop like you don't know it's coming, it just all of a sudden you get smacked in the back of the head. Uh, I um don't think I would have done it because I probably would not have gone uh to Action Park. Um, one thing that, that I really did like about that documentary is. Is, you know, in social media these days, we're t- we see all these Karens and people seem to be just awful human beings. But maybe people have always been awful because they allowed something like this to have been built. So it makes me feel like maybe. Maybe we're we're just as bad as everybody else, but now we all just have cameras to document it. Well, didn't um, he also
3: <laughs> create his own insurance company in our order to insure it because nobody would? Yes, that's correct.
0: Yeah, um, so, so maybe we is, have made some improvements. This is what's really <laughs> interesting to me is this guy like was obviously financially successful, so he was smart enough to like be able to to be successful and like I, I don't think I could start my own. Insurance well, he did company. that. He
1: did that also illegally. So he scammed a bunch of people using penny
0: stocks. Like well, you still person. gotta be pretty smart to scam <laughs> people. I mean I'm just saying it's so like it's interesting to see like the you know the spectrum of intelligence that exists. This you guy need
2: to be you either need to be smart or you need to be a good salesman. And I think this guy was the latter. I think he was yeah. a good salesman.
0: Okay. Fair enough. So um, Mike, you're 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 against...
1: I'm, ag- I'm against no th- no thank you. No. I
0: think that if it was uh the early nineties and or uh, yeah, if, let's say I'm 12 years old. It's 1990, uh, what seven? Uh, that, I guess that's when I was 12. But maybe the park was closed by then. Let's just pretend that it was still open. I think I would definitely go for that $100 bill, and I'm pretty confident that I would successfully earn that $100 bill. I also <laughs> love the fact that he didn't give money to the kids who got all banged up. That's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> You think it'd be like, if you get hurt, I'll give you a hundred dollars. I know if you come out the other end, here's a hundred bucks. So I can make this thing a reality. Um, all right. That's all. Any, anyone else want to say anything? Are you about- for or against? I'm for, I would try it. Yeah. I think. I,
3: I think that makes sense. Cause you are definitely the only one of us that could have
0: made that. <laughs> well, I also think that like in this day and age, like everything is so nerfed over and you have to sign so many waivers like I think a little bit of danger you know is this was too much danger people shouldn't have died <laughs> but like a severe leg break like you know that's you know, that's character building and we don't have that in this day and age so uh you know I, I would never open it but I'm glad that it existed <laughs> and then make that documentary to prove you, it. Should, you should watch, watch this thing might feel you different. would like it
2: because it's just insane the the, the different rise and it's wild
0: You'll yeah, I mean I've seen the clips and like there's just people always flying <laughs> violently everywhere. There's a Johnny Knoxville movie about it. I was too. about
3: to say yeah, Action Point was based off of it.
0: Yeah.
3: Um All I right. I fell into a rabbit hole about this a few years ago, found out that Action Point, the Johnny Knoxville movie was based off of it and watched like a mini documentary of this thing. I it's just insane how parents like allowed their children to continue to go back there year <laughs> after year. Is it what is it? Watch it. What is it? Netflix, HBO Max, HBO, HBO Max.
0: Max. I'll, I'll, Max. Watch I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch uh, it. Okay. So now it's time for a break. Four or against is brought to you by Bye Bye Liver, the party card game based on the long-running hit play of the same name. Bye Bye Liver, the card game is a mix of classic party games like Would You Rather, Never Have I Ever, and Most Likely two, as well as some new games straight from the Bye Bye Liver writers' room. Both the original game and the expansion pack The Deck Too Far are available at buybyliver.com. Use promo code FOA at checkout to save 20% on your purchase. As part of the sponsorship, we've been asked to play one round of Would You Rather from the game. This week, Robbie will present our dilemma. Robbie, take it away.
2: Uh, last time I hosted Would You Rather, I went with a raunchy topic, so this time I'm going with a family-friendly topic. Here we go. Oh, would you rather be able to speak to animals or speak every language in the world? Give it a thought, give it a thought. Mm-hmm. And I will start with my friend, Mike Weinand.
1: Yeah, this is an what do you think a squirrel has to say to you that is of interest? <laughs> uh, I, I would want to speak all human languages um, because humans are, are the smartest. Um, plus it'd be a great job to be like a, is there a guy who can translate Swahili into the language they speak on the Faroe Islands? There, yeah, that's me. Yeah. So, I mean, that'd be a very easy job. You just listen to one guy, tell the other guy what that guy said.
0: Um, I would do that. That'd be the you know, Google Translate automates a, your job a out of <laughs> existence.
1: Well, yeah, but in real time, and I can get the tone right
0: because I can. <laughs>
1: that's
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That bad side manner we've talked about before.
2: <laughs> <laughs> very important for translation services patrick what do you
3: think i've always wanted to know what my dogs are thinking and i mean i think it would depend
0: on. we hate you patrick
3: because <laughs> 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 like dogs they don't have language so they don't think in language so i've always wondered like what's going on in their heads like at what level do they understand and process the world so i'd be very interested and if you could if this allowed you to make it so that they could think in like real thoughts then i could have full conversations with animals, that'd be pretty cool.
0: Roscoe knows at least seven words because
3: mm-hmm.
1: he knows that many commands.
0: Robbie, did the card say only be able to talk to animals?
1: It says, would you rather be able
2: to speak to animals or speak every language in the world?
0: I can already speak to every animal that exists. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, I would take the language ability. No,
2: you know what it means. Pedantic. <laughs> you know
0: what it means. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing by. I would rather. Yeah, I can already do it. So, yeah, you guys are idiots. You're wasting your, uh, your choice. Okay,
2: you well, that's fine. McFadden's not playing quite by the spirit of the card. So, for me, I I think it would be amazing to speak every language in the world. But I'm going to choose the, what I think is the more self-serving skill. And a lot of people can speak every language in the world. No
0: one. Nobody, can no one can speak no every language in this. the world. Sorry.
2: It, uh, correction. A lot of oh, people. Oh,
0: all a of the people, people can speak all of the languages. I'll give you that. That is true. But no one person can speak all Nobody of the languages. Hang on.
2: You, got, you, you are just jumping down with the nuances of vocabulary right now. A lot of people can speak multiple languages. No one can speak to animals. And I think from an economic perspective, I could make a lot more money being the one guy on earth who could speak to animals than one of many people who can speak several languages. You like, you know how many people
3: say that they can speak to animals? You would make zero dollars. Everyone would think you were a crazy
0: person. <laughs> That's right. Fair enough. You have a, definitely a marketing problem there. <laughs> what All right. If somebody well, has. Was... <laughs> what <if> somebody can. <laughs> We'd never know. That was uh, "Would You Rather" from Bye Bye Liver, the card game. Thank you much. Uh, thank you very much for sponsoring this episode. You've lost
1: your ability to speak English. Apparently. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, check them out at Bibleliver.com, save 20% by using promo code FOA and we're back now it's time to hear from our good friend Patrick Lothian who has a secretive topic for us Patrick, what's your topic?
3: So I had a topic in the outline, but I was listening to our last episode. And when we were talking about the pizza cutter, and then Mike and Robbie started talking about something. But Mike said, whining, we'll do that in another episode. And that made me think, I want to know what you guys think, especially Robbie, because it seemed like he might have an interesting idea of people, not the pizza, but People who don't think Chicago-style pizza
0: is pizza,
3: or I against like the, the pizza.
0: I like that you clarified that it wasn't pizza who thought that pizza wasn't Chicago's. Chicago-style pizza wasn't pizza. We're talking about the cognition of humans, not pizzas.
1: <laughs> that
3: is, that's... Start with Robbie. Go, Okay,
2: Robbie. So I just want to clarify because I'm even more confused now. Am I for or against People themselves who don't yes. like Chicago-style pizza? Not that
3: they don't like, that they don't consider it actual pizza.
0: So let's just break format and go with <laughs> Chicago-style pizza, pizza, or is it something else?
3: Yeah. No, I want to know what you guys think
0: of <laughs> human beings. And, and their right to live. All right, fine. So we'll, we'll go, Robbie, do you think it's pizza or not? And then what are you for against people who don't think it's pizza? <laughs> Perfect.
2: Wow, I much prefer the topic you had in the outline, but that's what <laughs> I <said. laughs> uh, I grew up defending Chicago-style deep dish pizza to the core because I grew up as a proud, I was going to say proud Chicagoan, but really a <laughs> ch- proud Chicago suburban <laughs> And uh, I love deep dish pizza, but the older I get, the wiser I get. And I'm still appreciative of the pizza that we have. It is unique to Chicago. It is delicious. But it's, it's its own thing. It's, it's, it's a different thing. I am so, against Robbie as a human. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm for whatever is
0: against Pat. I was confused what are for against So you, so against you think
3: the pizza's okay, but you don't think it's pizza.
0: You're for that, the idea of categorizing it as something other than pizza.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's, it is, it's delicious, Why? but- Why is it not pizza? It
2: it could be I'm it, You ask me if I'm for the people who are against it being pizza, and I am for those people because I don't have a firm <laughs> opinion that it is pizza. I'm okay, fine but with if they it call-
3: Why I'm is fine- it not pizza?
2: I'm not saying it's not pizza. I'm fine with it being called pizza,
0: pizza.
3: You have to have an opinion one way or the other. I'm I'm so so let's just go
0: off of this question, Because right? it sounds like you are defending people who claim it's not pizza, which would suggest which is, well, past that you, you feel was, that it might not be. Pat, <laughs> so, what was
2: your opening question i <laughs> for or against?
3: I'm past the question. Do you think it's what pizza for the translation?
2: If I'm choosing for myself, I would say yes, it's pizza. But if I'm answering your question, am I for against people who don't think it's pizza? I am for those people. Boom, for answer your question.
0: Move on to the next person. I don't think we can get anything else out of this. Okay,
3: Mike. Which one? (laughs) (laughs) The one with the dog in the
0: room. I think that's me. Mike also has a dog. So we have last (laughs) names and you know them both. (laughs) I'm going to go. Um, I, <laughs> no, I'm just going to leave. I'm against people who claim that it is not pizza. And um, I was interviewed by a, a fellow podcaster who claimed that uh, the Chicago style deep dish pizza was a lasagna. <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense. I think he was trying to say that it's a casserole. And I understand where people are coming from and calling it a casserole, but I'm against that also. Like you can pick up a Chicago style deep dish pizza as a slice and eat it like a traditional piece of pizza. And I know somebody might say, well, if if you're saying it's not a traditional piece of pizza, then maybe it's not pizza, it is pizza. It's got a crust, it's got pizza sauce, it's got cheese. It's got all the toppings that you put on pizza. It comes in a pizza box. You buy it from a pizza parlor, (gasps) it's pizza. And my dog agrees. (laughs) Sure. and mike
1: go uh so i um i am not one of these people i but i i'm just like rob i i see where they're coming from and i'll, I'll give you a point of view in that i think if you were to call chicago style pizza pizza you might be doing a disservice to chicago style pizza because to equate it to these all other things is to um you know take away uh, from all of the things that make it unique in that it is large and that an elephant has a, a, a corn cut crust that it's baked that the sauce is on top you know it's, it's why do we have to pigeonhole it into this other thing that that it's not all that similar to um, so I can see where that point of view comes from I have not made a decision myself but I am for those people um, because they they have an opinion, and I can see where it comes from, and I think it actually elevates Chicago-style pizza to say that it isn't pizza, because because uh, it gives its own, it can be its own thing in its own category, and they make it special. Convinced?
3: I right, agree Pat, with
2: this topic was so important for you to bring up and <laughs> twist in such a weird way. I need to hear your opinion now.
3: I agree with McFadden. It has all of the parts of pizza. And I don't understand- A burrito has all the parts of a taco. But then there, there's like infinite types of pizzas. There's super thin crust pizza. There's pizza with white sauce. There's pizza with pineapple on it. <laughs> there's pizza that doesn't have cheese. There's pizza that doesn't have sauce. There's pizza that has um, cauliflower crust. There's pizza that has keto crust. Like I don't understand why it's different than any of those that are different from- what a standard in quotes pizza is it has all the same ingredients it's cooked in the
0: same way There's- you know what i think it is is it, east coast new yorkers who uh, feel Cold that story. there might actually be one thing yeah. where the second city is number one and that is in pizza yeah, yeah but i will is- say a uh,
1: tavern style pizza my wife lovingly calls pizza party pizza which is also unique to chicago might be better than deep dish pizza and that too is chicago style pizza
3: but it's pizza. Is heaven the one
2: that's cut into small squares yeah, and like yeah. a cracker style crust? Bingo. Mm-hmm.
3: That's good too. Yeah. It's right. all pizza.
0: Yes. Fuck we you, all Robbie. agree, <laughs> except for Robbie. I vote. Maybe Winand. Okay. Let's go on to Michael Winand. Winand, our final uh, topic for the night. Take it away. What is it?
1: So we are living in weird times here in uh, in 2020. Um, I don't know if it's the apocalypse or not. Who's one to say? But I do know that a couple of things are actually rising to the top and becoming much more popular. One of those things being alcohol, uh, in this case specifically beer and dogs. I got a dog uh, during co- quarantine, so did so many other people. Um, and the fine people at uh, Bush Brewing Company um, for uh, National Dog Day, which I hate to tell you guys, uh, already happened, uh, has brewed and sold... Dog Brew, which is a beer for dogs, made from dogs. Um, no, it is not made <laughs> from... from dogs. It is actually made for <laughs> four dogs. <laughs> it's actually it is for dogs. It's actually not beer at all. It's a uh, it's a pork bone broth uh, drink, but uh, comes in a beer can with the with the uh, the bush uh, logo. I'd love to hear what you guys think. Is this something you'd give your dog? Is this something you're for? Um, Mike, McFadden, you're the only one of these three boys who has a dog. I've oh yeah, Rob, dogs he's in my house. Right three now. Dogs. Several dogs. I just think of you as a cat person. I always will. <laughs> uh, but fine. Let's start with Mike and then Pat and then the dogless,
0: dogless one. So I was going back and forth on this topic, and I I thought it might be fun um to take the position that I'm against because it's not actually beer. And so why are you going to sell no something and, and call it beer? There's no hops or alcohol, which are poisonous yeah. to dogs um, and probably to humans also, but we can tolerate it. <laughs> Um But then I started thinking this actually ties back to your update, Mike, um, oat milk. Um, the dairy council is like trying to lobby to prevent uh, these, Milk substitutes from using the word milk because it doesn't come from an utter or teat, and I just think it's silly. Like everybody knows that this oat milk is not coming from a lactating oat. It's mm. it's just a juice that. Some you know, people. Well, some people, but they're not buying oat milk <laughs> if they don't <laughs> yeah, know sorry. what it is. They probably. <laughs> Have not, you know, they probably don't have the resources to acquire it. But somehow calling so, it
2: oat juice sounds way worse.
0: Oat juice sounds gross and everybody knows what it is. And the only people it that are like gross. genuinely opposed to oat milk have a, a financial, you know, stake in dairy milk being, you know, the only, you know, classification of beverage that can use the word milk. But, you know, language is a human invention anyway. So, like, Yeah, You can't call dibs on words is my opinion. This is America. We've got the freedom of speech and and whatnot. So anyway, I'm against it in in that context. And so I would be a hypocrite, which I usually am anyway. But in this case, I'm not going to be hypocritical because I support the use of oat milk. I support the use of um, dog beer in their corporate marketing, even though it's just like pork juice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, Patrick, what are your thoughts? I agree with what you said but
3: this is just a money grab. Like there's nothing about this that is anything other than like, Oh, I know how we could make money. I, if I, what a
1: corporation, that's their goal. Yeah.
3: That's, that's
0: why I get that, but it's not,
3: it's not beer. It's not like a better way to serve an animal. And it goes back to when we were doing like the single serve, like coffee things. Like this is just a waste of aluminum to put it in individual packed, things instead of a larger container. If Recyclable. something like something will give nutrition to your dog, which I doubt it does anything better than other stuff that's out there. Like they have their claims, but then why has nobody else done this before? Not as other a beer. Other people
0: have, other companies have, this is just like the first beer company to do it. Like you can go to Bentley's pet stuff where we get our dog food. And I've seen dog air quote, beers before. So this isn't totally new. I hate no, to I'm not it
3: saying too beer. Too I'm saying their specific ingredients, the like bone broths, like then just give them bone broth. Like it just, it seems silly. I wouldn't get any, like some people would, they're probably alcoholics. No offense whining. Um, <laughs> Call spade a <babe>. um, <laughs> like if I'm having a beer, I get no enjoyment out of being like, oh, here's a beer for you, little puppy. Like that's not, while all of thinking a sudden about talking with a different a, angle I was
0: right. thinking about taking this from that this is basically just candy cigarettes 2.0 trying to hook dogs <laughs> while they're gone but I couldn't even convince myself of that <laughs> so yeah I, I, I'm against this I think
3: it's dumb uh, Robert
2: I, I'll jump in yeah Pat is right on this is nothing more than a marketing gimmick and just how uh, dare
1: a company try and make
2: money no no Here, but here's why thing is that a, a
0: bad thing <laughs> That's why they exist.
1: Let, if you let me
2: take my turn and These explain damn my damn
0: doctors providing health care. There's,
2: there's, there's no benefit to the dog. Like, it's not even like it's a chewable toy where they could have fun with it. The dog does not give one shit that there's a can of pork juice in front of it. Like, if you want to give it pork juice, just give it pork juice into a bowl. Like, this is solely, by the way, we're all suckers. Bush Beer Company, congratulations. You achieved what you wanted. You wanted people to talk about Bush and get people to buy Bush. They don't even care about people buying the dog brew. It's just to get people to talk about the fact that they have a dog brew so that people then go buy their primary product, which is human beer. So congratulations, Bush. We all fell for it. We're marketing your product right now in this very podcast. I'm against dog brew. Dogs don't care for it. It's stupid. It serves no purpose. Yeah,
0: there you go. The social medias would disagree with you. Thousands of people. This thing sold out, my friend. Of their there, happy dogs. No, that's guys, what he's saying. That's, that's what he
2: says. That's what he's saying. You're still falling for it. The fact. Hey, that they so make the number a one. Fly so that it so, sells out, so that becomes a bigger news story. Sucker, the number one sucker, ingredient. Sucker.
1: The number one ingredient for dog brew is bone and pork butt. And I wonder what bone is in your butts. You guys have a little <laughs> fun. It's a company that's being. You know, it's fun. If you go to the website, they're not taking themselves very seriously. Uh, but it's all natural ingredients. That's how ingredients. they get you. It's <laughs> fun. You know, you know, with the, with your dog, you can't communicate with it. We talked about it on this podcast. Have
0: a little fun with it. Just live a little. But that's part yeah. of the this, point. Your dog isn't like,
2: having fun. This this isn't fun for dog. But it's a dog. fun yeah, for it me.
0: Is. my dog will lick anything that falls on the ground. Yeah, and we, we yeah but it doesn't care. That it comes in that novel. packaging. But know, also, that's this for the be, people. Nobody's this making would be the different. argument that like this is great for the dogs. It's fun for the dog Although it does owners. look healthy. It, I mean, that's it, it kind if of... If this was, was from
1: like a micro... One of the soup? questions is, can humans drink this stuff? And their answer is,
3: sure, if that's what you're into. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I think I'd feel different if this was like a micro brew or something like that and they were having fun with it. But this huge corporation that makes a shit product... I don't trust them to give nutrition to my dog. Why would I trust Bush to give my dog something to drink?
0: Well, their tagline is Nectar of the Gods. And so this could have just been a spelling error that they ran with. <laughs> <laughs> a That's a good way to end it. All right. So we're split down right. the middle on this one, man. Very this well, episode. So before we wrap this evening, uh, we are going to have a lightning round. One of us, Michael Winan, is going to uh, pitch five different topics for us uh, in rapid succession. And we will each give our for or against position on said topics. Michael, you have a link for us prepared, yes? I do. Go ahead and we visit the link? said link? Visit said <laughs> link.
1: Right. The link will link you to some links. We heard you like links,
3: so we put links into your links. So um, did anybody open a page in their page?
2: Yeah, you have to click. You have to click a different part of the link to open up (laughs) the full link.
3: That's like cool, though. Like it opened it like a window in a window. Google previews the link. It's
0: almost (laughs) like they're an internet company or something. (laughs) Should we look at the first one? Well, here's what it
1: is: is is this show? uh, We've been doing this now for 16 episodes, and more than once, we've talked about weird things that you can buy on Amazon. Uh, it's come up as topics, it's come up anth- antidotically, you know what I mean. Uh, I've also lost my ability, yes, to, to speak English. Too much dog uh, brew. <laughs> too much dog brew, which has no alcohol. But uh, So I've got five products here that I'd like us to uh, go through together and decide if we're for or against. Uh, click on number one, which is the Giant Gummy Bears Party Python Eight feet and twenty six point oh. nine pounds. <laughs> so it is a twenty five plus pound gummy snake. Have you ever thought, man? I have a gummy worm. This sure is great, but I wish it was five hundred times bigger.
0: Now you can. <laughs> Who would you like to go first, Michael? What order? Mike. Would you like? yeah, what, you what's from? the order?
1: Is there an it's order we Mike, Patrick, Rob.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to say I am four. At first, I was against because like it sounds disgusting, but the second picture in the ad is a very handsome man Ooh, in uh, an undershirt with leather pants on, and he's chewing on the tail of the 25-pound gummy snake very seductively. I am sold. I am four. <laughs> Patrick.
1: He
3: is having a good time with that snake. He is um, into it. And if that is actual size, which I assume it would be, it looks like he's holding it. The head of the snake is almost the size of his head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's eight feet long. Oh, my God. If I was a child, give this to me now. I'm four. <laughs> Robert? I've never
2: seen any candy that costs $135. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's
1: only 31 cents an ounce.
2: It <laughs> sounds like a deal. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm against
1: you're against. All right. Well, uh, it's so huge. I, if you guys remember, about 10 years ago, I had a candy blog about odd things in candy. Oh, yeah. This definitely would have made the list. It is quite expensive, but per ounce, it's, it's not that bad. But I can only imagine, like, how long would it take you to actually eat this thing? The, um, the amount of lint and <laughs> fingerprints and just, like, oils that would get on this thing, I am against.
2: <laughs> so it right. is called the by the way it's called a gummy party python so uh, this is for a party of people not just you I well in a
1: post-covid world of course i don't think this is this is covid appropriate <laughs> all right all right link number two link two is the charcoal companion slash and serve barbecue pork shredder claws if if you thought that the rolling the rolling knife was uh was uh as far as they could go in cutlery technology, you're wrong. These are essentially Wolverine's hands, but for pork butts. Mike, what's your thought?
0: Well, Wolverine is one of my favorite X-Men. Um, I When I first came across these, and this isn't the first time, uh, <laughs> those, those are pretty cool. I'd, I'd want one of those. But then I was like, wait, I have forks. <laughs> it's already been invented. In I don't form. need... I don't need a giant dangerous kitchen utensil that serves one purpose (laughs) and one purpose alone. I'm against. Patrick?
3: I was originally against until I realized that this is perfect to cut up my giant snake.
0: I am (laughs) for. That's
1: a good point. Hold Uh, on, if we
0: scroll down, is it it, uh, frequently bought together? Oh, no.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Robert? this is way more fun than forks mike and also in the customer images i'm seeing no customer images of sewn up hands or fingers or anything like that um and this would make for a great halloween
1: costume i'm for
2: it's
3: only 13 dollars yeah not bad uh so
1: i um i am against this seems like i there's no way i could get this out of my kitchen cabin without injuring myself I love in the description that it has a big warning that says, handle with caution, metal blades may become hot after shredding cooked meat. As if I think that these (laughs) knives would be safe. Oh, I've already used them, so now they're not sharp and and willing to cut me. I'm against. (laughs) Link number three. Link three. Link three. For the man who never wants to sleep again, the WSA Nicolas Cage (laughs) pillowcase, both sides printed, zipper pillow covers. These are pillowcases, and they come in multiple forms. The one you look at on the front page here is is our good friend, you know him, you love him, Nick Cage, uh, clasping his hands, looking lovingly in the eyes with a rainbow background. Uh, what do you think, Mike McFadden?
0: Now, I know that Patrick's brother, Andrew, uh, would love this pillow, um, but... I really have more questions than I have answers at the moment. (laughs) About Nick
1: Cage or about this product?
0: (laughs) Presumably, this company had to license this image. And so Nick Cage's people said yes (laughs) when they saw the mock up of this. Um, I guess for that reason, I'm for. All right. All right. How about you, Patrick?
3: Speaking of Andrew, who's obsessed with Nick Cage, I got him a pillow. Do you know the pillows that when you rub, they have like, they're all beaded? So one direction you see one pattern, and the other direction you see another pattern. Mm-hmm. Kind of, kind of. Um, well, I got him one of those that's red on one side, and then you rub it all the other way, and it is Nicolas Cage. So <laughs> I I prefer that pillow. Also, did you know that he is going to play uh, the Tiger King guy on a TV show? That sounds I about I right. Saw that. Yeah. So, so you four. are <laughs> for or against? I'm for
1: sure. He'd love it. <laughs> How about you, Robert?
2: I'm definitely for this. Um, if you scroll down to the compare with similar items, then Pat, you will see that that oh, very it's the bill pillow I was is about, right yeah. there, which <laughs> I love. But I think my favorite of the similar item pillows, there's, by the way, there's also a seductive one of him just laying on a bed. But my favorite one is just a normal picture of him, not doctored at all, but with the quote, see you in my dreams. <laughs> I'm very for any Nicholas Cage <laughs>
1: pillow. <laughs> uh, I, am, oh. <laughs> I am also for it $7.62 This is a steal This is also Amazon's choice For when you search for the phrase Nicholas Cage <laughs> This is the thing that comes up <laughs> uh, I'm for although I would never allow it in my home
3: uh, yeah, I like that means
0: you're for a concept, <laughs> as a concept for others, just oh, like the it. people calling pizza
1: pizza. But we're not going to go down that road again.
2: Whoa, sorry, I clicked ahead to the next link and I am so confused. <laughs> so, the
1: next four? link, link four, right. is the ostrich pillow, a oh, travel I've pillow seen for airplane flying. I've seen Essentially, this. it is a pillow that you put your head all the way into. So no matter where you lean or where you might pass out and fall, uh. there is a pillow wait ready and waiting for you. So, if the Nicholas Cage pillow made it so you couldn't sleep, put this on, and whenever you finally do doze off, uh, you'll be ready to sleep. It is a a pillow you put
0: on your head, not a pillow, not pillow you put your head on. Mike, what's your thought? Well, it's only $99.99. So, since it's basically a really good deal for a really good idea, I mean, yeah, I'm totally for this. Uh, I think actually, it's a good idea. I think it's the dumbest idea and it's super expensive. I'm so against this. This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Again,
3: Patrick? If you guys would please scroll down halfway down the page and you can see what the holes on the side are for, which is. So when you have your head (laughs) placed straight down on a table in front of you, you can stick your hands into the pillow for added support. Uh, Genius four.
0: (laughs) Robert. I I, did not find the picture yet.
3: Oh, there's a video. The video is amazing.
2: (laughs) I think that this is actually a really smart idea. I disagree with you McFadden. I'm thinking about someone like my wife who tries to sleep on airplanes but you often have that uncomfortable neck pillow and you need to crane your neck the perfect position to actually feel somewhat comfortable. But then I thought, who would feel okay wearing this with how <laughs> ridiculous it looks? And I think the answer is still my wife. I think she would wear this. <laughs> even this way how it looks, so I'm for it. Uh,
1: I am uh, for it because I think I might buy it solely for election night 2020 if things start to go south. <laughs> I know exactly. I can just put my head in it put my hands in uh and uh and crawl under a table but uh, remember you know, patrick to told us with this
0: patrick told us that it could be election week based on all of the That's counting right. of the mail-in ballots so make sure let's you get hope it's days. breathable <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right and our final final one here link five let's open this up this is the yeah. young line novelty face bank for that eats coins This is a bank that looks like a face. It does. And not only does it look like a face, but it has a motion sensor at the mouth that when you come close to it with your coin, it opens up wide to accept your coinage offering.
2: Do the eyes move? It looks like the eyes would move. The
1: eyes do not move, but it does have some features such as uh, long operating life and a a soft skin-like texture
3: with built-in oh. motion sensor. Is there think... not a video of this? I've seen this in motion before. It's real creepy. I think that was in a nightmare.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it looks oddly ape-like. <laughs> At least in the last picture. It's the little
1: um, nose, the little nostrils that it's got. Oh, you're
0: yeah. right. The last
2: picture looks like a little chimpanzee or something.
0: Yeah. Um, I think this is a bad idea. <laughs> um i just against it it uh did you
1: go against across the
0: board on all five of these products i may have i have to we may have to play it back and see but um no it was for the python 25 pound <laughs> gummy <laughs> because of the handsome man in the leather pants um this no i'm against i don't want anything eating my coins <laughs> and I have a jar, <laughs> so I'm against.
3: <laughs> Fair enough. Patrick. If you, I added a link under Mike's link, and if you go to a second 11 of the video, you will see it eating a coin, and it is I quite creepy. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm
2: watching it. <laughs> Um, oh, that is so creepy. Yeah, it's, it's actually creepy. eating it like a real face. I thought yes. you just slipped it into the mouth. Nope. But this is like, it's chewing the coin.
3: Yes. Um, <laughs> I am, first of all, I'm against one of the reviewers that complained, gave it one star because it came and it was shattered. And it's like, then get a new one. Like, that's not part of the product. It's not supposed to be shattered, <laughs> you moron. Um, <laughs> I am for this because it reminds me of My brothers and I had a robot when we were little where you put the coin on the robot hand and then it would feed itself the coin. And I love that thing. So I'm sure I would love this if I was a creepy child. (laughs) (laughs) Or. Robert, now that you've seen it in action.
2: Wow, okay, so here's the thing. I don't think that this is powered by electricity. I think this is powered (laughs) by a small human who is living inside the bank and eats your coins for you. (laughs) I am so freaked out by this, and I am definitely against.
1: (laughs) I think you're right. I think that uh, it has... uh... Uh, batteries are only a backup. It's actually powered by some some evil, evil forces. And if those go out, you can use the battery.
0: Does it excrete the
1: coin when you want it back? <laughs> no, I think it's got a little box on the bottom. But maybe if you do a certain incantation, it'll spit it out back for you. But, uh, you know, there's a coin shortage in the United States. Uh, because of COVID, people aren't exchanging coins as, as often. But I think I know where they all are. Uh, this animal, if there's any anything that was going to come to life... <laughs> 2020, this would be it. Thank God, it has no cut wheels or hands or things to to grab at you because it will try to murder you. I'm positive. Uh, comes um, in two fun colors, but I am against.
2: and <laughs> well, It's funny to mention the coin shortage because i was just thinking, I literally have not gone to an ATM once in the last six months. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I'm contributing to that shortage. Well,
1: if you had a, if you had a, what ATM spits out coins? <laughs>
2: well, it gives me cash, which I can then use and break up into change as well.
0: If you're still listening, please consider telling a friend about For or Against. We really enjoy making these shows, but we're way more likely to keep making them if someone is listening on the other end. If you haven't yet, please write a review on Apple Podcasts and connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and our just launched Facebook page at For Against Pod. Thanks for everything. Bye. Just hold friends on the podcast, we build a defence On ridiculous
1: topics, are you for or against? Discussing random issues, man, this show is immense So tune in and choose a side that you sit on the fence Man, we debate a lot of issues, boy, where do we start? Adults who drink milk and self-driving cars You listening now to for or against? So turn the volume up, this is for or against?